Welcome to HeyYA Extra Credit. Every other week, opposite the main HeyYA podcast, we'll bring you a short-form podcast, either as a book club discussion with a beloved YA author, or a look at excellent backlist YA books to add to your TBR. My name is Kelly Jensen. This week, I'm going to highlight a number of ghost YA books, but they might not necessarily be the kind of spooky, haunting ghost stories that you expect. Rather, these are stories where ghosts are that of the character's own history, or they're connected to their deeply personal experiences in some capacity, and they might not be there to create chills, necessarily. Some of them might, but this is one of my favorite YA tropes, and I'm really eager to highlight these backlist titles, three of which are backlist, and then I want to offer up a recent YA book as well as a middle grade book. I want to make sure that Listeners who also enjoy good ghost stories that aren't necessarily about the spooky aspects of being a ghost, don't miss. But before diving in, a word from our sponsor. And our sponsor for the show today is Sky Hunter by Marie Lu with Fierce Reads. Sky Hunter is the next blockbuster phenomenon from number one New York Times bestselling author Marie Lu. It has the nonstop action Marie is known for, like in her blockbuster Legend series. But this is a brand new story set in an entirely new world. It is about a team of young warriors willing to sacrifice everything to save what they love. Marie Lu is a master world builder, drawing in readers to her immersive and action-packed worlds. And the world of Sky Hunter is no exception. This is the thought-provoking fantasy that Sky Hunter explores and invites readers to explore the many effects of violence and war and humans' ability to harm as well as to create hope and to heal. That is Sky Hunter by Marie Lu from Fierce Reads. So the first book I want to talk about is I Am Alfonso Jones by Tony Medina. And what makes me love a ghost story so much is that there's so many ways to take the ghost and and apply it to a story. And in some cases, it's for chills. Other times, it can be a wake-up call for readers. And In the case of I Am Alfonso Jones, that's what the ghost story is. So Alfonso gets the lead role as Hamlet in his school's hip-hop take on the play, and he and his best friend go out to buy him a nice suit. He's really excited. But a hanger that he has in his hand is mistaken as a gun by a police officer who shoots and kills Alfonso. So from here, Alfonso and the reader are transported to this ghost train where a host of those who had also been killed by police violence reside, and they are working to bring an end to these senseless murders. It's a tough book, it's a challenging book, but it's really, really powerful. It's a graphic novel, and the rendering of these ghosts is powerful and memorable. This is a book to read if you like raw and real and tough YA that takes on issues like Black Lives Matter, gun violence, police brutality. So books similar to The Hate You Give or The Long Way Down, you'll want to add I Am Alfonso Jones by Tony Medina to your pile. The next book I would like to highlight is We Speak in Storms by Natalie Lund. This one came out last year, and it's one that I think about a lot. It's set in a town not too far from where I live. So every time I drive through there or think about that place, this book comes to mind. And it's a book about small towns and terrifying weather phenomenon and ghosts. So this book will check those boxes if those are things that you also enjoy. 50 years ago, the small town of Mercer, Illinois, was hit by this really catastrophic tornado that killed 
almost an entire generation of teenagers who were unable to get to safety. So now is the anniversary of that storm. And that same day, the anniversary, a new storm rolls through, this time bringing out the ghosts of those who were taken too soon in that first tornado, who are going to meet with the people who live in this town now. So it's a spooky story, sure, but it's ultimately a story about unfulfilled dreams and the potential to build a tremendous life, even when it feels like all the cards might be stacked against you. This is We Speak in Storms by Natalie Lund. So as you see, two very different takes on the ghost story, and we're going to see three more as well. So the next pick is another one that came out last fall. It's called 13 Doorways, Wolves Behind the Mall by Laura Ruby. And this is a story about two girls, one who is living and one who is not living, set against the backdrop of World War II in Chicago. Frankie and her sister are the main characters in the story, and they're left in an orphanage when their mother dies with a promise from their father that as soon as he's back on his feet, he will rescue them. This, of course, as you can suspect, doesn't happen, and instead... Their father runs off with another woman, leaving them behind. Abandoned like so many others, Frankie has to figure out a way to carve something resembling a life. And this is where I like to insert there are ghosts here. I don't want to say too much about that because it might make the experience of going into this book only knowing the basics a little less powerful. But this is a, a book that showcases just how great Laura's, Laura Ruby's writing is. It's unsettling and magical and mythical. And this book promises all those things and more set against this really evocative backdrop of war and the Great Depression. And that is 13 Doorways, Wolves Behind Them All. Again, three different ghost stories now. And I'm going to hit a new book for my fourth recommendation here. And yes, I am rapid firing these. If you miss a title, they will all be linked in the show notes. And I'm also going to link in the show notes a post I put together last fall of, I want to say 15 or 20 YA ghost stories. And it gives a really great view of the different spooky and not so spooky ghost tales that are out there and worth exploring. The next book here is Watch Over Me by Nina LaCour. And again, just came out, but I think in a year where so many books are falling under the radar because there's so much going on in the world, I wanted to draw attention to LaCour's most recent work. The book follows a 19-year-old girl named Mina who takes a job on a farm in Northern California as a teacher, but it's not really a typical kind of job nor a typical kind of farm. This place is packed with ghosts many of which play joyfully among the other young people working at the farm. But some of these ghosts aren't delightful, fun beings, but instead the remnants of grief and pain not yet acknowledged and embraced by the people who need to experience those things fully, including Mina herself. I don't think there are any writers that I can name off the top of my head who write loneliness and grief quite like Nina LaCour and this book is really about the ghosts that live with us in our mind, the ghosts of our bodies and our past selves, and what it takes to piece together all the parts of who we are so we can find the true whole of who we're meant to be. This book, Mina's grief is really palpable, as is her desire to find peace in the decisions she's made in her life that have led her to where she is. Again, a book about loss, but it's equally a book about 
finding and being found both by others and most importantly, by yourself. That is Watch Over Me by Nina LaCour. And then the last book is my middle grade book. And I wanted to put this in here for a couple of reasons. One, it's a really great read. Two, this is a book that just had news about being adapted. So Scholastic is taking four of their horror books and creating an animated horror series that you'll be able to watch. And I'll link that in the show notes so you can see what the other books are. This one, I'm so excited to see how they render it on screen. It follows uh, an 11-year-old girl named Iris and her best friend David, who sneak out one night to play in the woods near their home. And Iris lies down to make this snow angel and discovers she's made it on the ground beside a gravestone with the name Avery Moore on it. After she and David head home, strange things begin to happen, and Iris just knows she's being followed by the ghost of this girl from the graveyard that she happened upon. But she can't tell her family about this because she snuck out. So day by day, things are getting more serious, and Iris and David are both really becoming aware that they need to figure out who Avery is and what it is she's trying to tell them. They get the chance to do this when there's a class project where they're supposed to write about an important part of their town's history. And as they begin to work on the project, they learn that Avery's grave is part of a larger history of segregated cemeteries. But that leads to the question then, like why Avery attached herself to Iris and David And as we come to find out, it has something to do with her connection to one of their loved ones. This is a chilling read. It's an evocative read. And it approaches a topic on race and segregation that I think a lot of readers might be woefully unaware of. Iris has this really incredible voice and all the things that she worries about and the way she pursues what she wants to know and how she has to go about learning it is so age appropriate. Why readers will enjoy this one, adults will enjoy this one, even though it is a middle grade book. And that is The Forgotten Girl by India Hill Brown. Those are my five picks for this week's HeyYAA extra credit episode. Thank you to today's sponsor for making the show possible. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at HeyKellyJensen. And a big shout out to our audio editor, Jen Zink, who makes KYA sound amazing. Thank you for tuning in this week, and we will talk to you again next week with a full episode of KYA. Until then, happy reading. Happy reading.